hello, uh, everyone. Well, anyone, anyone, and and everyone uh, listening here. My name is is Jamie. I'm one of the co-hosts of uh, this here podcast you're listening to called The Even Worse Idea of All Time. Just uh, just checking in here at the start because we uh, I was unable to, to join the other two boys this week. It's been an absolute debacle trying to, trying to sync up timelines. And as you can probably hear, I, I'm... Uh, uh, I'm quite ill. I'm a bit bit under the weather, which which made it uh, even more difficult for me to to link up with the guys. Uh, but I just wanted to, you know, just just dip in just before that before they kick into it, just to sort of you know make my presence known. Uh, look, you know, w- we call it the even worse idea of all time. You might be thinking, what makes it such a bad idea? Well, obviously, you know, the, the initial concept there is that we're watching the same movie once a week for a year, so already off to a bad start. But let, let, let me just sort of paint a picture of the, the sheer misery uh, this week has caused me. Today is my 22nd birthday. Uh, and uh, what, what, I've, what I've done on the morning of my, of my 22nd birthday is I've uh, sat in bed uh, with a streaming nose and, and, and an absolutely killer throat watching Bad Mums 2 for the 27th time. Yeah, let, let, just, just let that image sit with you there because it's... It's not good. It's definitely not good. This isn't what I want to be doing. I mean, not that anybody would would want to be doing this, but I mean, it's it's a really sobering sort of thing to deal with as as you just lie there and you think, you know, who does who does this benefit? You know, what is this all about? Anyway, enjoy the show. Good. Oh, I mean, he lives on forever in my heart. I'll, I'll do this, but all right. Oh, well, so you're jumping into the Danny Admin role. Would you like to? No, you go for it. Hello and welcome to The Even Worse Idea of All Time, a podcast where we watch hit film Bad Mums 2 once a week for 52 weeks. That's right, the same movie lots of times. Over and 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 over again. Five times 52. Yeah. To the power. Well, not that times 52. No, that it times like eight. over times 52. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That was I, you, did, you did not. I have no idea how many I did. I wasn't keeping track. but It probably wasn't eight, because if you divide 52 by eight, it won't come to something even, and I felt like you maybe got to eight. So Honestly, I've got no idea, mate. Times that by 6.5, I guess. Hey, you're a good guy, and I respect the hell out of you. All right. What do you think of the movie? Um, yeah, look, I liked it for most of the duration. Yeah. God, I feel like, yeah... <laughs> feels sort of offensive to come in so hot on the movie chat, but, you know, it makes sense, doesn't it? What's well, the purpose of this little thing we do? Yeah, I suppose it is. It's just sometimes... Um, yeah. Sometimes it's sort of psychologically we're avoiding it, and, and that feels more crucial as we go along to uh, avoid it at all costs. So it really makes me feel sort of all cold inside to, um, yeah. to, 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 to thrust my mind back to where I was just very recently when I was watching that film. I do um, notice that the last two, two watches for me have been quite kind of, um, I don't know... Uh, just, again, the sensation of just, like, the film happening... Mm. 
while I'm there, but there's no engagement at all. It's, mm, it's no, not like we were too unfocused. No, no, we weren't. Did but, a bit of talking during the psychological scene, but that's the hardest one to get through. And, and yeah, always and nice one. In general, we were, we did a pretty solid. We you know we put in the effort. It's just the film mm, that was letting us down. Was not low energy this week. And and you watched it by yourself the last time, so it's yeah. It's, that was just on Saturday. Yeah, for that to bypass you was pretty day, yeah. pretty difficult as well. Um, yeah, yeah, look, I um. So for the first half, it was fine. As you say, it's not working hard. Um, early indication is, is one of Kiki's children, who's usually a, a little ray of light. No, a shining light, of course, that's copyrighted. But um, this child says, you know, that, that looks like duty in relation to a Christmas tree decoration. Usually great. Uh, well, really half-assing it this week. And, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's how you know. How you know you're not in for a, a great watch, but it's certainly yeah. not one of the toughest ones. I was uh, in quite dire straits by the end of, by the last 20 as we usually are you just can't sustain a good energy there's, there's simply no way to keep it going and I tried with yeah. wine and um, apparently that's not a sustainable who'd have thought it you know <laughs> who'd have thought alcohol might have its downsides yeah not me that's for sure uh, I think it is a bit interesting though how there are kind of um, like little little waypoints little kind of marking moments in the film that kind of oh, I mean, like Okay, at least for me, I don't know if it's the same for you, but they kind of tell me how how to no gauge my reaction to the film this week. Like certain gags that I just kind of watch out for, and I know if those are falling flat, then it's like a really bad time for me, kind of thing. Pick a specific one that really gets to the heart of that feeling. I want to know how you're feeling. I want to know your gag barometers or barometer. As Alistair said earlier. I, I didn't say that. You asked if it was pronounced barometer yeah, or barometer. Yeah, because I, I often second-guess myself when I'm around you because you've, you've corrected me a lot over the years. A barometer is um, a meter installed on planes and it tells them how many, how many Great Barrier Reefs are close. Yeah, they also have it on some boats. Usually only one. <laughs> You'd hope so. If it goes over two, that's when the pilots know things have gotten really it's, interesting. You've, you've strayed into <laughs> sort of extra-dimensional waters mm, there. It's often... Um, they usually have them on planes that are flying over the Bermuda Triangle or Australia. Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, tell you what, the Bermuda Triangle, I mean, you know, this is a, this is a kind of... Isn't it? I've seen, seen this making the rounds on the internet, but... The Bermuda Triangle, but it's like one of those things that when you're a kid, it's kind of, I don't know, it seems like such a big deal. Mm, I read some books about it. Yeah. They were level four books. Oh. When we were in primary school, the educational books, based on their complexity, they were either level one or level four, and oh, level four were blacks, and it's like, ooh, that's really... That's tough. ...some real text in there that you really got to focus on. Yeah. And I just read the shit out of it. Anyway, yeah, this... this oh, my voice... Some frog in my throat. Uh, Bermuda Triangle. Oh, <laughs> Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I, I remember, I don't know, it seemed like a kind of a major issue as a child that kind of stopped a lot of navigation and was, mm. was a real problem for sailors or pilots. But as you get older, you kind of realise that actually, you know, 
I don't know, I, I think statistically it's not that much worse than a lot of other areas. It's fallen off my radar a bit, much exactly. like the Bermuda Triangle falls off people's radar as you're entering it. Exactly. That's how you know you're in... And then you get killed by aliens or the second Great Barrier Reef, which is actually a giant living orb. There are three barrier reefs in there. All barrier reefs are actually... Hey, quickfire question. What colour do you most associate with triangles? Yellow. Shit. I'm, yeah. Triangles are so green for me. Okay, I think triangle, I think green. And I'm not quite sure where that association goes back to, but they're so green. That's fair. I, you I know, definitely I, don't get that. I could see red. I don't have synesthesia or anything. No, triangles aren't red. No, not really. I mean, they can be. I, I wouldn't, you know. I think I, I give also don't have synesthesia, but. But you still associate. Yeah, you, I, you, you get it from somewhere. Like, for instance, I associate the letter C with yellow strongly as well because when I was a child, we had a letter chart on the wall, and I think the C that'll was be, yellow. That'll be yeah. formative stuff. I, I can't quite trace mine. Sure. I've, I've in numbers, you know a way that is really hard to describe but when you get to sort of 10, 11 the first 10 numbers are quite easy but when you're getting to the, the teens there's sort of a diagonal slope and you've got to pass through some sort of um, sort of square portal to get to 10 to 11 it okay. goes up and it goes into a different um, plane mm. um, and that, that goes pretty consistently till about 40 and then we're going sort of up um, but, but, but towards a, a very certain Interesting. angle um, do you think that has to do with the way you learn numbers? I doubt it. I just have a have a visual image of you know, and it, and it drops away once you get high. So maybe it is some sort of you know, it, it gets implemented when you're very young because you you know those first hundred numbers you, you you're all over them. Mm. But once you get to like two hundred, it's like well, it's sort of negligible. You can work that out for yourself. Yeah, uh, it's learn a bit of multiplication. Extrapolate. You sort it out for yourself. Exactly. But those first hundred, they're they're really hammered into you. Oh, for sure. Especially, well, I just I mean, especially like the first ten, like you definitely learn them before you learn the teens. I remember grappling with the teens for the first time. Grappling found, with the teens. Found it. <laughs> I remember oh, well. yeah. you strode into a high school <laughs> at the age of eight and you just grabbed a, yeah. a 15 year old. He knocked you the fuck out, but you know, Straight you, under the wrestling you felt it was time to grapple with him. Um, yeah. yeah, I always get nine and seven confused. Oh, yeah. I used to just not be able to remember 13. I think it was 13. I just got 12, 14, well, 15. You know, some superstitious places, they just leave that, that the 13th floor off yeah. entirely. There you go. And maybe that was just sort of forgetful little, little dancers like you. Could be. Could little, be. Little children who are ignorant. It is a bit of a weird one, though, 13. And I guess 11 and 12 as well, because they're not... I love 13. And maybe that's just sort of bloody-minded, sort of going against the, the tide. You are a bit of a contrarian at heart. Sometimes. But 12 is so good. Oh, I'm a big fan of 12. Once you get to but 14, just, forget yeah, about because, it. Because the, the, the only ones... You know, you've got, like, you, you, you 31, 32, oh, 33, obviously. They're rough. Oh, you like them? Well, no, I don't mind them, but it's just after you get past the teens, you don't get those, uh, those kind of... Um, like, the naming conventions change, because... Obviously, with 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 the teens, and even after oh, thirteen, you go, you know, you fourteen, go. like fifteen. Yeah. Oh. 
And that happens in French as well. They've all got their yeah. distinct names for the numbers up to 20. And then it's just va, and then you add, you know, if it's, if it's two, you, you just chuck that on exactly. to, the, to the 20. And it's like, guys, you, you know, clearly when you were devising it, you all just gave up. <laughs> we just gave up something around 20, yeah. <sighs> it's fucking bullshit. Give, some, give something back to the big fuck. boys. Something in the 60s. Remember them. I mean, 69 gets a lot of press <laughs> lately, and, and, you know, 68 is just languishing. We could talk about numbers all day. Oh, couldn't we just? <laughs> Let's not, but it's good to know that we've got, we've got similar thoughts. We've got lots of gear about fucking numbers. Yeah, if we, if we ever get called into a maths conference. Hey, listeners. Admittedly, unlikely at Listeners, this hit us up on the Facebook page. Tell us your favourite number. Tell us some number thoughts. To, um, challenge us to a little game of number wang, maybe. Um, <laughs> oh, your phone's gone off. Um, oh, it's still really recording. Yeah, um, it's just scary. We're, we're actually recording at uh, the uh, the Victoria University check Wellington out, Law check School. Check out the train station, but Oh, mate, love a train station. It's lit up like an absolute diamond. Oh, and isn't it just the diamond of Wellington? That's what they call it. The jewel at the heart of this fair city. A man asked me, how do you get to the train station of Wellington? And I said, don't know what you're talking about, mate. And I sent him on his merry way. If he'd asked for the diamond, I would have showed him. You're a good guy like that. I found him dead two days later. Yeah, well, I guess that's, that's on you. Yeah. To carry. The train station gave him life. He was an entity born of the train station in 1913. I think in many ways we were all born. He was a spectre. And people saw him and they had a premonition that there might be a world war. I was actually born in the train station. (laughs) Due to an unfortunate series of events in a very late train. (laughs) I like your delivery of that. Thanks. That seems like um, something you you could develop that. (laughs) Could. I probably won't. You workshop that boy. Oh dear. Anyway, but no, so, yeah, we're, so we're recording in a in a tutorial room. Um, mm. it's, it's kind of dark and echoey in here, so it, it's increasingly dark. We never turned the lights on when we arrived, and now it's getting towards your yeah. your sunset. So hopefully that'll preserve some audio quality. But what um, the darkness? Yeah, it's quite a big room. You can never know with big rooms. Exactly. And it's it's all about the building materials. You know, at the old place we lived in, it was very brick. And that really just sealed in that audio. Oh, and the moisture. Well, we used to wake up in the morning and the walls were positively dripping. Oh, upstairs. It was a nightmare. Upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, that was fucked. But downstairs, you're all right, moisture-wise. Yeah. It's just there are other miserable things downstairs. Not, not yeah, like living next to you. Um, so, fun fact about the law school and building materials is actually the largest all-wood building in the Southern Hemisphere. Just a little tidbit for you there. That's pretty good. I... Is it all wood? I think so. That's what they tell me. Who? Didn't build it myself. No. Um, yeah, so look, it's been a different watch, but there's no one else in here. I'd love someone to walk in. It'd be vibe. Because it looks right now like we're having a standard conversation. A so little bit. Someone we knew, they might join in. That'd be fun. Uh, I'd welcome a third party right now. I'd love that. Not Jamie, though. No. Oh, yeah, Jamie's not here this week. He's sick. <laughs> Um, he did say that he might record a little, um, a little extra part for this episode to tack on to the beginning or the end. So, if you've already heard from him, 
Um, I hope he's doing well. Mm. His voice has appeared on every episode so far, as has mine, because of the technicality of me saying you forgot to light the candle at the end of the Oh, you so sweet There bitch. is never a time you won't hear my sweet voice. It might be the voice of a child, but it's still 100% Big Ollie P. My voice, notably absent often. <laughs> but that's but good. Rest assured, absence makes the heart grow. Exactly. By a multiple of three each time. If you're away too long, my heart's going to burst out my chest. Interesting. And I don't mean that metaphorically. It's like a real danger. This, I like having this power yeah. over you. Every time you're not in my immediate vicinity, I get worried. That heart's going to get big. Good stuff. Because we've spent a bit of time apart, so surely your heart's kind of getting... It's it's fit to burst, yeah. We lived very close proximity for several years. Yeah. And as soon as you you fucked off, I'm feeling it in my chest. Yeah, fun fact about Oliver and me, this is the first year since 2004... I don't remember when I moved, but that we haven't lived uh, within within like 10 minutes of each other. So it's a bit tough for me. It's, it's fine for me. Yeah. Um, so well, what's your shining light? Oh, mate, I'd love to tell you my shining light. Shining light, by the way, uh, since I'm always the admin guy, uh, just the bit we like most in the film. Got to pick one. I've got no stomach for admin, so I'll let you have that one. I've um, got no stomach. My just admin shining light was... I eat a cookie, it just falls out into a pit of admin. And they don't digest it. Concerning. They just sort of file it away. Mm. Under what? What would they file it under? Under G for great food. Good stuff. It's good to have systems. If you go on cookietime.co.nz and enter the code, even worse, you'll get 10% off your next order. Did you know that? I knew that the price dramatically increased and they stopped calling them dollar cookies. Oh! That was when everything fucking changed. Fucking miss me with that bullshit. That's infuriating. Yeah. Not do, on. Hey, do you want to get a $1 cookie? Nope, don't exist anymore. Because they used to have of, like the $1 thing on the packaging, I remember. Yeah, it was a big selling point. They, they were not just colloquially known as $1 no, cookies. That was, that was a market. That was their selling market. point. Do you know why? Because they were $1. Perfect Can't price. say that when they're two. Perfect You've got to price for a biscuit. call it a, 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 a... I think they called it a graduate. What the fuck? What as if to say, as if to say, you know, school time's over. We're entering the real world, and we're charging you fucking twice the price. Hey, you know what I love graduating from? What? Paying a reasonable price for food. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Can't wait to graduate. Let's let's dress that up as a fun thing. Let's all wear a hat and pay twice the amount for cookies. Oh. Yeah, that was when my life um, started its long downhill phase. Mine started on the 5th of December 2001. Never forget. Um, Alistair, you were going to say your shining light. Um, I was and am. My shining light comes in this scene where Ruth is having a big brawl with Amy, her, um, her big confrontation where the house is destroyed. And I liked one particular aspect of it this week. Um, <coughs> It's Amy's just kicked everyone out, and she's like, "Oh, the tree has got to go." Um, and Ruth says, "Not my tree. It's from Paris." And Amy says something like, "Watch me." And then immediately, Ruth just goes from, "Not my tree." To, ah! It's a real heart stopper of a scream. I didn't do it justice. My voice is on the fritz. And we're at university. You're, you're yeah, but it's a really feral shriek. It's really it's so good. It's primal stuff. It's like like she's wading into battle and she's just beheaded someone. 
One of, one of my catch-up viewings of this film when I missed it with you guys was at university, mm. and I'm so numb to the film's impact that I'm just sort of watching it, and it, you know, it goes over me. But there were people around me, and I realised that it's quite an odd thing to be doing once I reached the stripping scene. <laughs> um, this incredibly full-on gear with this guy with a big veiny penis. Yeah. And I thought, this is a weird thing to be watching in public. And, 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 and you know, it's moments like that that we, you know, you, you recontextualise what we're doing with our lives with this with this film that we call our home my shining light was just in that scene actually good segue Oliver thanks um in 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 uh, so um Susan Saranen gets up on stage yeah she's a wild one and 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 he motorboats her Ty Swindell they're having a dance and, and, and he gets his face in, in her breasts. Uh, and, and I, you know, I've never actually realised that he does actually make an incredibly full-on... <laughs> I mean, you know, probably added in post-production because they really go nuts with their little bizarre oh, musical or, or sound cues. I, I've sorry, never heard sorry, it. Sorry, you, fin- you finished... Oh, it's just that I've never heard it and it was yeah. so full-on. I was like, fucking hell, that's, that, that's ridiculous. That's disgusting. And I loved it. Mm. Sorry to uh, interrupt you there, boys. Uh, just thought you know I, I better better chime in here with my my shining light it is a mandatory segment obviously and, and just because i'm not there doesn't mean i shouldn't be contributing uh so my shining light this week was was just a little a little something that reminded me of of something well something, something better really uh I, i've written on my notes here the notes app on my phone i put spielbergian push in on mila's face as she learns her mother is coming for christmas uh, so you just did a little bit of camera movement there that the camera sort of uh, zooms and, and pushes in on, on Miller's face. And for a second I thought, you know, am I, am I looking at the, the visage of Richard Dreyfus in, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? The answer is obviously no. It's, it's, it's Bad Mums 2. If, if, if it's not clear at this point, we're watching Bad Mums 2 52 times. So, um, yeah, good, good show, guys, so far. Lo- loving it. I don't actually, it could be utter shit. I haven't, I haven't actually listened to it yet. I'll listen to it in the edit and I hope that comment holds up. But I mean, you know, oh, look, we're trying our best, aren't we? Yeah, back to you guys. I gotta say, this film, uh, really overproduced in sound wise. Mm. Mm. I used to kind of like it, like, because I'd hear new little audio things and be like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. That's something a little bit new to nibble on. Mm. But the, now that I've kind of. I don't know, heard quite a few of them. I've kind of realised that actually they just went fucking nuts adding sounds in post-production. Like, mm. even just even just sound effects. You've got the kid oh. drinking water. He's lapping it up. You've got Ty Swindell slapping his, I don't know, like... You do know. Raw steak of a cock around, yeah, apparently. Traffic cone. Yeah, but with, I don't know, texture and moisture of a, of a raw, of raw meat. Anyway. Some people call them witches' hats. Really? Yeah. Weird. If you watch, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and it's midnight, and you're in your bedroom, I'm afraid to say there's a there's a witch outside your house. Oh look, witches now, always around. I don't know what your house looks like. She might be in the garden. You might be in an apartment. She might just be out in the corridor. But please don't move, because there's a witch. You know, it doesn't matter if you move because she's coming. Mm. But just know this, and there's not a lot you can do at this point. Uh, I, I can see that she's closer. But um, just, just, just thought I'd give you a heads up. Mm, I can see her nostrils flaring as she um, bears in on you. Terrifying stuff. Yeah, but on top of that, they also have shit like there's almost no silence in the film. 
all the scenes have like mm. slight little music things going on in the background and I'll be honest with you I don't know if that's something all movies do and I just don't notice it yeah, yeah. but it feels like in this one they just kind of kept going back to it and they kept adding stuff well past the point when the movie was, was finished I think they do do it but I don't know about um I guess in this genre of comedies, but if I think of like sitcoms, like Peep Show, you know, part of the gimmick is that it doesn't punctuate stuff with with music, you know, faulty tales and stuff. Mm. They they sort of get by on on just the dialogue, bits of music, but not, you know, it it does feel all all encompassing. But you know, you often get that in the drama, but it it does feel a bit much. Yeah, it feels like you know, come on, laugh, yeah, you degenerates. It just feels like they don't have faith in themselves. And as George Michael said, I will die in December 2016. He was ahead of his time. He was a visionary. Never knew what that lyric was about. It really hit home when he died in December 2016. Yeah, that was rough for us all. I thought he might be referencing um, the Berlin Wall coming down. I think I think it's still open to debate. <laughs> um, you can't yeah, you can't put these things in little boxes. They meant these to be open ended. Exactly. Exactly. They tell you the meaning behind everything. No, and that's and that's the kind of art that's missing from Bad Moms too. It's so surface level. There's nothing in there for you to really sink your teeth into, analytically speaking. You've got to. Yeah. Um, Shall we jump into the old... The old... At the Sky Zone Catherine Hahn is doing something What she she done at Sky Zone My turn this week, I believe. Uh, Sky Zone, a section where we speculate why Catherine Hahn, um, known, known as Carla in this film, can't legally go within 50 yards of a Sky Zone. Um, and that reason is, this week, um, as it is every week, that she interrupted a David Bowie charity concert that was happening there yeah. in 2002. Um, what was the charity? Uh, the charity was for underprivileged children who only have three pets. Oh, it's so specific, David. Yeah. Um. So, uh, not not to imply that these children are underprivileged because they have three pets. These children were in you know genuine poverty, but they all happen to have three pets. Mm. And David thought it would be really nice if we could kind of do a concert um, that raised money either for them or for their pets. He wasn't. Which is nice, but he missed a trick because David didn't actually classify goldfish as as pets. No. Um, so I know and a that, kid, you know, um, who, who was who was you know, back in the day, uh, his name is Shamal. Ambercum. Sh- yeah, Shamal Ambercum. And, and he had three three goldfish. Yeah. And, and um, dead now because he mm. didn't get that money. Uh, and he really looked up to Bowie as well. Yeah. He was a, he was such a fan. And he was so sick. And, oh, God, um, yeah. Like, it was tragic. Just a little bit, just to get him over the line, just to pay for that last operation. Yeah. Uh, died tragically. I was yeah. there. Um, it was, like, it was, took five days. That was a tough one for me personally because he was just such a such a good guy, such a such a friendly and giving, giving soul. They turned off the machine and it's like, okay, well, he's probably going to pass away quite soon but it was actually such an anguished process oh yeah over um, 23 hours I think it like took. the pain was so palpable and he was um, just coughing up bits of him that really you know shouldn't come out with a cough bits of lung mm. um 
and yeah gradually sort of emptying his body um through the mouth he was trying to watch the he died as the concert was happening um but yeah geez you'd think bowie would kind of the the operation was only going to cost three dollars fifty means you think bowie would be able to cover that but it's a tough world i guess can't do everything um even as david bowie but um, Catherine Hahn was, I don't know, just being obnoxious, really. She she kind of, she was very, she was trying to launch her own musical career at the time. Yeah, she was young. She um, was idealistic. Yeah, exactly. She she thought she could have it all. Um, she called she called her band Carla and the Homunculi. Oh. Um, it was just her. Yeah. And a harmonica and a drum. Um, so and she didn't play the harmonica and the drum. She's they sort of sat there in the back. No, they were kind of decorative. She she always expected homunculuses to, to run in exactly. uh, at the last minute and play those instruments. She and had no idea. She was she was actually convinced that David Bowie had stolen her magic with the song Magic Dance. Um, it was a whole thing. It was it's really it's really tied up in a lot of sort of confusing elements. She was going through a, 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 a tough time. Yeah, indeed. really really tough time. Um, you know, as you do as, as a struggling musician. So yeah, she was um, strung was she out jealous? on a lot of drugs. Jealous. Smoking a lot of angel dust. She's jealous. She was so jealous. Um, so she, she stormed in there, uh, kicked the doors open, and she said, this is no justice. And then she hurled a smoke grenade at the crowd. Yeah. Um, and David pretty heroically threw himself on top of it. Luckily, it was just a smoke grenade. Um, but obviously, that was, that was just kind of pretty bad all around for... For the concert, they had sort to pull of it off after that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Bowie, very forgiven guy. Um, he, he's kind of, you know, he's been through the whole insane phase himself. He's he, lived it. He's lived that. He doesn't just life. sing about it. Mate. It comes from in here. Oh, yeah. I hit my chest. Yeah, he it gestured towards his, his I massive hit my chest. heart. Um, but no, David Bowie, you know, he's lived off milk and capsicums before, so um, he, yeah. he knows what's going on. He thought witches were out to steal his semen. <laughs> All true stuff, look it up. Um, yeah, so he, he didn't want to press charges at Skyzone and said, well, look, you know, when, you, you can't come back. Not after that stunt. And that's, that's why she can't go back. She's over it now. It's all she and patched, she patched it up with Bowie. The fucking irony, because because Sky Zone they encourage stunts. Exactly. Backflips, sure. Smoke grenades, nah, honey. What kind of sick double standard Where's is that? Where's the consistency? Where's the love? Yeah, it's gone. It's not here. It's ah no. Used to be here, and then Bowie died. So might be in Mongolia. Hey, um, um, um what's in the cup? <laughs> Fuck juice. <laughs> 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 All right. See you next time on the even worse idea of we'll all time. Call it that. See you, folks. <laughs>